pay me, pay me, pay me is what the publishing industry is shouting at the biggest companies behind AI tech, and Congress is ready to agree. What's up, y'all? Phil Buck here, your host of AI Roundup, a weekly digest of all things AI-related. And if you like what we're doing here on the show, please hit that like button and sub to the channel. In today's episode, the rubber hits the road, as OpenAI, Meta, and Google are being called to pay the piper. Literally. But before we dive in, I want to do a quick correction to Monday's episode about the Dudesy-created George Carlin special. I did criticize the Dudesy podcast for posting their AI-created posthumous special on a monetized YouTube channel, but on their newest episode that came out yesterday, they responded to many people's criticisms of the special, and Dudesy itself did clarify that the special was never monetized. Even if that specific video was never monetized on YouTube, I'm certain with all the press surrounding it the guys are definitely still benefiting from its creation nonetheless i did want to note that i got that detail wrong uh, sorry about that and i commend them for having the foresight not to monetize a piece of ai created content in this manner and speaking of ai created content a series of articles over the last couple of weeks is shining a light on how OpenAI and other companies behind the latest ai tech are heavily dependent on copywritten material and they may soon have to pay up for that data, at least if Congress has anything to say about it. In an article from The Telegraph, OpenAI is quoted from a piece of evidence provided to the UK's House of Lords, which reads, because copyright today covers virtually every sort of human expression, including blog posts, photographs, forum posts, scraps of software code, and government documents, it would be impossible to train today's leading AI models without using copyrighted materials. Limiting training data to public domain books and drawings created more than a century ago might yield an interesting experiment, but would not provide AI systems that meet the needs of today's citizens. Okay, so this opens a whole can of worms that I, I think it really speaks to the issue at hand with AI and LLMs, which is simply that for the past year or so that we've been reading all these headlines about the rapid advancement of this tech, these companies, have they just simply been moving too fast? You couldn't even comprehend how fast I am. I think those quotes illustrate the point that if these models aren't usable or practical, if only trained with information that is legally available, perhaps you should have slowed your roll in trying to push them to market. Unfortunately, if it wasn't OpenAI to do this, it probably would have been somebody else. And in an economy where line go up is the most important principle, it's not really all that surprising that this is the way AI was implemented which leads to really the most important development I've personally seen in the entire AI wave so far. It's time to pay up. Or rather, that's to say, if you can't create high quality models by training them on public domain information, then you've got to license the data from the people that put in the work to create it. So, moving things ahead. In a different article from Wired.com, which was touched on in Tuesday's MSP Dispatch, the U.S. Senate held a hearing about the impact AI is having on the publishing industry, and voices from both sides of the aisle are in agreement that AI companies need to pay to train on data from privately created publications. Media moguls from giants like Condé Nast and News Media Alliance are calling out AI companies for what they label as copyright infringement, and lawmakers are listening. They're talking about setting up some serious guardrails around data licensing, making sure these AI powerhouses play fair. 
Not everyone was on board with this. There are a few voices like journalism professor Jeff Jarvis, who's arguing that this whole mandatory licensing idea might do more harm than good. And then there's the tech side scratching their heads asking, how do we even begin to license all this data? But of course they are. To me, this rings very familiar to a description I've read before of a small business where if you can't operate your business with the ability to generate profits required to pay your employees, then you don't deserve to own a business. And really, it's no different for these giant AI companies. If you can't afford to pay for the data that makes for training a competent large language model, then you don't really deserve to run a company lauded for amazing advancements in AI tech. And really, we've said this here on this show time and time again. My biggest takeaway from these stories, and really almost every story we've covered over the last year, is that yes, you, they, whoever, did it. They proved that gobbling up as much data as possible and running it through a neural net to train these models does work. Great. <laughs> now that you've proved it's possible, you're going to have to throw that entire model in the trash. But as they say, there's no need to throw out the baby with the bathwater. With the knowledge that creating these models is possible, they should go back to the drawing board, speaking both to scientists and investors, and see how a model or models can be trained with public domain and open source data, plus information that was fairly acquired through licensing or compensation. Then you'll likely have a model that many more in the publishing industry and beyond will at least, if nothing else, be willing to begrudgingly accept. And let's be real here, even if or when these models are trained fairly, there will still always be a contingent of people that don't want them to exist. And while we're keeping it real, one thing that shouldn't be glossed over is that most of what has allowed AI tech companies to glide by gobbling up all the data they can get their hands on has been the premise that they can do this under the doctrine of fair use. And so far, there hasn't been any legal decision or legislation to uphold that opinion. Furthermore, this Senate hearing had a lot of rhetoric to the contrary. Many outstanding lawsuits will inevitably rule on this and likely force AI companies back to the drawing board, just as I earlier proposed. But to hear this kind of conjecture from senators to me means the writing is already on the wall and OpenAI and the like would do well to heed the warnings if they don't want to go bankrupt from lawsuits and unaccounted for licensing fees. I mean, this should be in the business model, I think. Okay, <laughs> that is more than enough for today's episode of AI Roundup. What are your thoughts on training AI? Does fair use apply here? Or do you simply liken training AI to the same way humans train themselves? Sound off in the comments or join us for a more heated discussion in the MMN Discord. All right, and signing off for this January 17th episode of AI Roundup, I'm Phil Buck and I'll see you next time. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network. Pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me.